The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, it is. It's the Friday edition of 630 Chad Afternoons. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Thought it was supposed to get a little sunny out there. Uh, still looks a little cloudy uh, out there tonight, but tomorrow looking pretty good for the weekend. Hopefully you have, uh, well, maybe you're just going to chill and relax because sometimes that's just what you need after a really long week. On the show today, we'll be talking about uh, a tropical storm, Hurricane uh, Dorian's uh, devastation in Bahamas, plus what's happening uh, North Carolina and what the Maritimes can expect come the weekend. We're going to talk a little bit more. We told you about it yesterday uh, on the show about the expansion of the Hende from Calgary Trail up to the White Mud. Uh, Ward 9 City Councilor Tim Cartmel is going to join us to talk about that and the impact that it's going to have. We'll talk a little bit uh, about women's tennis as well. Uh, but right now, want to talk about distracted driving. Uh, new numbers about distracted driving in the province show the total number of convictions has jumped in Edmonton, sitting at 5,811 last year. That's up a 42% from 2015. Uh, and coming up, we're going to hear from a mom who is calling for tougher penalties after both of her children, both of her kids, were hit in marked crosswalks uh, three years apart. But first, a father and daughter team uh, from Calgary has developed software they say prevents the temptation for you to reach your phone while driving. Brooke Moore of uh, 4D Technologies joins us now. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Jalen. How are you? I'm really good. So underneath your name on my phone bank, it says Leduc. Are you from Leduc or Calgary? No, I'm from Calgary, born and raised. Okay, yeah. Calgary, born and raised. Okay, very good. Uh, I was uh, <laughs> just wanting to make sure of that. So tell tell, tell us first off, what prompted you and, and your dad to, to, to work on this technology? Yeah, so unfortunately, it comes from a very um, sad story that touches our heart. Um, but when I graduated from high school in 2012, Within 30 days, we lost two of our classmates. Now, we're not sure if it was from distracted driving or not, but we knew that there was a problem. So eventually we started doing research and we realized that no one has really come out with the technology to help um, break the epidemic. So this is called Safe Halo and it disables the driver's phone while the vehicle is in operation. Tell us about this. Exactly. So there's a couple of components that we want to address. So first of all, we've created what's called our Safe Halo Telemetry Hub. This is um, an inch-by-inch inch little hub that plugs into the OBD2 port of your, of your vehicle. Every single vehicle after 1996 has this port available. And what this does is it sends out a Bluetooth radio signal that communicates with an application that we would download on the phone. Mm, okay. And so then, so it just, is it kind of like just a, a blocker around the driver's chair? How does this, yeah, I, I tech yeah. isn't my thing, Brooke. <laughs> no, that's totally fine. Um, so basically what it does is it micro geofences. So it determines, okay, well, who realistically is the driver? versus who is the passenger. So we use a um, kind of software code within the app itself that, that helps determinate that localization within the vehicle. Okay, so it kind of puts this fence up around, uh, around the driver. Would the person in the passenger seat still be able to use their phone? Exactly. So all passengers will have full access to their devices. And one thing that we do like to mention is the driver 
will always have access to 911 emergency phone calls, Bluetooth capabilities with the vehicle, and maps and music, which is, um, you know, very important to a lot of people. Okay, so it limits um, being able to uh, send, receive text messages and, like, scrolling through your Facebook page? Exactly, yeah. Okay, and interesting. Social media, emails. Yeah, you know, all the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It's it's interesting because when we've talked about this uh, over the years, when we've talked about distracted driving on this show, Jennifer over, or I'm sorry, Brooke over the past uh, number of years, you know, mm-hmm. a, a number of people have said, you know, why doesn't someone come up with something like this? You know, just to block it. Now you've done it, and um, and I think this this is uh, really cool. Now, when can someone get it? Um, and 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 what would be the cost on it? Exactly. So right now we are um, preparing for commercialization within the next couple of months, but we're driving this cost, uh, the price down. So it'd be under a hundred dollars a year and it would be an annual fee. Uh, Now we, okay. Yeah. Um, What happens if someone um, was trying to enable it or try to get it to work or throw it out the window, something like that? What happens in the case that someone is trying to, you know, get that little thing out of that port? Right. So, well, another component um, with our product is that whoever has purchased it or let's say you're a parent and you've installed this in your kid's car, Uh you get access to what's called our online management portal. Now, this portal will let the authority know, in this case, the parents, whether or not you know, Johnny has pulled out the telemetry hub and thrown it out the window. (laughs) They'll be alerted in real time. So we've always... Yes, we've always had the philosophy of trust but verify. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very, very interesting. And, and so, yeah. at, at the end of it all, I mm-hmm. mean, if 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 you could paint this perfect picture of what this is going to do, what would that be? Well, I mean, we're just trying to save lives. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you know, when I graduated from high school, our community was hit pretty hard. But in reality. It's every day and it's on, you know, major highways across the country. So we're just here trying to save lives. So, Brooke, uh, if people want to follow this and and figure out uh, when they'll be able to to get it, where can they get that information from? Yeah, absolutely. I think our website is the best point. Uh, It would be www.4dDrivingTech.com. And then you can also follow us on our social media, which is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. All right. What was it like working with your dad on this? Um, you know, it's um, definitely a learning curve, <laughs> but it's, it's been a fun experience. And what is it, what the both of your backgrounds? Um, my background is actually in finance and economics. Um, so I worked capital markets yeah. for the past five years in my own consulting. And then when we um, got the first patent, I realized, well, you know, this is a huge opportunity. Um, and then my dad's background is actually in sports uh, television broadcasting. Oh, very good. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so this is kind of a little bit on the on the periphery, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, you know, kind of our, our core um, projects right now for both of us. So, Well, best of luck. And uh, I'm looking forward to see how this works and how uh, it uh, it's implemented in, in the coming months. And we'll we'll keep uh, an eye out on, on developments on, on your web page and on social media. Brooke, really appreciate okay. this. Thank you so much. Yeah, you betcha. That's uh, Brooke Moore uh, telling us uh, about this, about this new technology. And again, just they said pretty much kind of like puts a geofence up around uh, the, the driver and doesn't allow them to send or receive, um, you know, texts, you know, that sort of stuff, uh, you know, scroll through their, through their uh, Facebook and that sort of thing. It's an app that you would download. You would buy a 
a, a little uh, part of it to, to attach to the vehicle and then about she said hopefully about a hundred dollars a year for for that subscription and now one of the reasons like we're talking about about this today and I know distracted driving is something that gets under your well, it makes you hot under the collar, to, to say the least, in, in, in this city. But some new numbers um, came out. And as I mentioned off the top of the show, that the number of convictions has jumped in Edmonton at 5,811 last year. That's up 42% from 2015. Um Edmonton, the only city in the province where the number of convictions increased over that period, Calgary managed to uh, to drop it and pretty much almost halved it. Uh, Edmonton, um, as I mentioned, uh, 5,811. What do you think that they were doing? What do you think that folks uh, were doing when they received their distracted driving tickets? Let me know at 6.30, 6.30, because I have a list here, and I'll tell you what they were doing. But I'd love to hear what you think they were doing or what you have seen out there. Um, and if you think that teens, ladies and gentlemen, are, are the worst texting and driving culprits, um, well, you're wrong. Uh, these new numbers uh, show that the drivers... Uh, 16, 17 years old, actually had one of the lowest rates of distracted driving at 4.2 per 1,000 licensed drivers. Uh, That's second only to drivers 65 and up. Uh, The worst drivers, we're looking at you, drivers aged 30 to 34. Men, also convicted of uh, distracted driving last year more than women, Uh, 14,474 men across the province compared to 8,964. And apparently that has stayed pretty much uh, about the same over the past uh, number of years. Uh, The penalty for distracted driving in Alberta is a $287 fine and three licensed demerit points. Uh, That distracted driving laws, you remember when that all just came into effect back in in, uh, 2011? But yeah, things have happened. Kelly is on the phone this afternoon. Hi, Kelly. Hi. Hi, what's going on? Do you have something to say about distracted driving? What did you see? Um, I think people eat a lot. Eat a lot. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of people eating. Have you seen that happen? Uh, a couple times, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have, are, do you, um, okay, I need, you need to be honest here with me, Kelly, okay? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you pick up your cell phone and check it while you're driving? I do. You do? I do. Yeah. Well, more at more at red lights, not when I'm driving, but like at a red light. Yeah. Stop me, check. Yeah, I was hit by um um uh, um someone a, a few months back, and I, I I checked, I saw it coming up. He was it wasn't slowing down. I was at a red light, and he bumped right into the back of me. But he was he was on his phone. But interesting, Kelly. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks. Yeah, take it easy. And Glenn's on the phone. Hi, Glenn. Hi. How are you? Good. What do you think about uh, cell phones and distracted driving? Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, they they said that the increase of fines um, from last year, and I think what it is, this enforcement now has been stepped up compared to what what it was. Mm. The ironical thing, the ironical thing about all this is, I've been beside two cop cars where the cops themselves were sitting yeah. on their phones texting. I know. 
You know, yeah. don't do as I do, but do as I say, it seems, you know? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, I, I, I wondered when I saw some of these numbers, too, and I, my question was, is it enforcement? Are there just more charges uh, being laid? Or, you know, the question is, are more, tor- are more people getting caught doing it? Or are more people doing it or more people just getting caught doing it, right? Um, reg- I think they're doing it, doing it more. Which part? They're, they're enforcing it more. They're enforcing it more. more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing, though. Um, and, and you probably see it, you know, Glenn, if you I think you're dri- probably driving right now, you can pull up uh, beside and, someone. And three. Yeah, good on you. But, you know, yeah. you look over and go, what the hell? And you see them and they're, they're like, they're they're yeah, shimming over into your lane, you know, that sort of stuff. It's it's uh, it's something else. But, uh, yeah, the fine, $287. I wonder if a bigger fine would deter somebody. Well, I I don't know. I think enforcement, once they really go after it, it seems like the enforcement increase, I think, due to the fact that they've been cut back on their photo radar tickets. Mm-hmm. They had to raise cash somehow. Yeah. So where else do you go? <laughs> yeah, and everyone, I know uh, I know what Chedville's thoughts are on photo radar, let me tell you. We're not going to open that one up on a yeah. Friday afternoon. Glenn, I appreciate hearing from you this afternoon. Thanks for the call. You're welcome. Yeah, have a great long weekend. All right, so... There's a mom in town. Both of her sons in over three years have been hit in a marked crosswalk. She is saying that more needs to be done. The fines need to be hired. We'll hear from her up next. Uh, Yvonne texted and said, hey, Jay, I'm glad to hear you take on this topic today. My daughter is uh, 14, uh, just got her learner's license. We've been talking about distracted driving, but we're unclear as to what exactly falls into this category. Ice cream, coffee, water bottle. Can you clarify it for us? Distracted driving, according to the uh, province of Alberta, um, it... It, it, it applies to all vehicles and all roads in Alberta. It restricts drivers from doing any of the following, even while stopped at red lights, using handheld cell phones, texting or emailing, using electronic devices such as laptop computers, video games, cameras, video entertainment displays, MP3 players, entering information on GPS units. That was one of the big ones that uh, people were caught doing. Reading printed materials while in the vehicle, writing, printing or sketching, personal grooming such as brushing and brushing and flossing teeth, putting on makeup, curling your hair, clipping your nails, or shaving. Who the hell is doing that while driving? Um, a couple of other things too is that if you are um, engaging in activities that uh, while driving that would impair your ability to drive safely, you could get charged with distracted driving as well. For example, if you were distracted by your pet, there's another one. So I hope that answers some of your questions uh, on that. Now, as I mentioned. Um, um, an Edmonton mom is saying the province needs to introduce stiffer penalties. Both of her sons were hit by vehicles in marked crosswalks over the past couple of years. Uh, as I mentioned right now in Alberta, the consequence for failing to yield to a pedestrian in a crosswalk is $776 and four demerit points. Jennifer Miguel joins us now. Jennifer, thanks for taking the time. Thank you. Okay, this first happened back in uh, February of 2016. Uh, your boys yeah. were walking home from school together in the Delta neighborhood. And no, they were... Oh, sorry? They were going to school. Oh. This was at 8.30 in the morning. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so they, they were hit. Tell us what happened, or he, the one boy was hit. Tell us what happened after that. Uh, well, he was hit in front of his principal. Uh, the teacher's parking lot faces that crosswalk. Mm-hmm. That is the main school crosswalk. And uh, my son, well, the principal told the police my son did everything right. Uh, there was uh, 
parked minivan there, mm. and he passed, and this woman just blew through the, the crosswalk, through the oh. middle lane, and took him with her. He, she hit him. He, uh, she dragged him underneath her vehicle for 15 feet. Wow. Wow. Um, and my other son thought he was dead. Oh, my gosh. He suffered major some major injuries. Like three and a half years later, there's still impact, isn't there? Yes. And there will be for the rest of his life. Uh, I learned the hard way, gums do not grow back. Oh, my gosh. So just this past week on Wednesday, um, your Alex was, was hit as well. Yes, yes. Uh, he was crossing by the 7-Eleven here at 122nd Avenue and 97th Street. And this driver just pulled off, no signal lights, and took a left-hand turn and hit him. And then claimed he didn't see him. <laughs> what, didn't he suggest that he should be wearing reflective clothing? Yeah. <laughs> you are, um, I can tell, furious. Oh, I am mad. You are mad. So what do you want to see happen, Jen? Immediate license revoked right there right there they do not get back into the vehicle and drive home and go on a family vacay well my kids are in wheelchairs come on um what it would uh would increased fines would increase oh, yes. merits oh yes yes you name it, well, you everything i want the license seized um and a new drivers at course uh driver safety course taken to retrieve that license mm. Because obviously, if they can't stop for people mm. on crosswalks, then there is something wrong with their driving. What about, um, you know, what about, uh, you know, on a city level? Is there, is there more that you think that the city could do to, um, to help pedestrian or to make an impact on pedestrian safety? I mean, do we need more light, light, uh, more lit crosswalks uh, in the city? You know, those flashing lights. Do we need more speed bumps? What do you think? Um, okay, for both crosswalks, there's flashing lights, and they were still hit. Where, where your boys were hit, there was flashing lights? Yeah, as well. yeah there's an arch over uh, my son's by his elementary school, and it was flashing. Mm. It didn't stop it. Mm. Uh, so my other son had suggested speed bumps, hmm. nice big speed bumps yeah, to yeah. slow them down. And uh, there was a lady who brought up a good point. She said, how about just a couple of arms? to come down. Oh, like so crosswalk arms come out. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just to slow them down. Yeah. Yeah, I know, you know, people say, oh, that's going to cost a lot of money. And then, but, you know, you're also possibly saving lives. You're saving lives. Yes. And that's, that's um, what's more important, money to the city or saving people's lives? Well, depend. Yeah, you know that's uh, yeah, that should be a, it. Should be a no-brainer, Jennifer. It really should be, uh, shouldn't it? So, what are you going to do about this? Uh, where where are you going to take this fight? I'm going to take it straight to the top. Okay. All right. Um, how is um, how is Alex doing? By the way, the one who was hit this past week is he okay? Uh, he's still resting. Uh, he's he's missing the first few weeks of school. That's for sure. And we're keeping an eye on the swelling and. Uh, he might have to go in for another uh, MRI and whatnot, and we're going to check out that leg. Uh, I'm sorry this has happened to your family, uh, Jennifer. Thank you for sharing the story, and thanks for um, you know shining a spotlight on, on the impact that this has had on your family. I appreciate your time. 
Thank you. Jennifer McGuell joining us. Both of her kids in the last three years have been hit in marked crosswalks. Crosswalks that have those lights, you know, going off and, and everything. Um, you know, three and a half years ago, Ethan was hit in a marked crosswalk. He was in a wheelchair for months, then crunches. Um, a lot of his teeth, he had, he had to lose a bunch of his teeth. I think she mentioned that she, he lost a finger as well. It was dragged 15 feet. Um, and then this past week, uh, Ethan's uh, older brother, Alex, hit by a vehicle also in a marked crosswalk. Uh, some of your texts uh, coming in this afternoon uh, regarding that uh, device that we were talking about. Some of you think, hey, that's a great idea. Others are saying, nope, no one's going to buy it uh, because the people who are doing this don't care, <laughs> right? Um, it could be interesting, though, if you use it and you put that device in uh, your car that maybe your your kids are using or, or whatever. But again, we see these numbers that show that um, 16, 17-year-old kids, kids are among the lowest uh, number of, uh, of people getting distracted driving tickets. Um, this, this says, uh, this is why we already lowered speed zones to 30 everywhere. Has it helped? Lights don't help, I guess. So now what? Um, yeah. What needs to be done? That is the question. Uh, your text coming in at 6.30, 6.30 about what you have seen on the roads out there. I do have a list of some of the things that people were charged uh, with or what not charged with, what they were doing when they received a ticket. We'll get to that. I promise you. We'll take a quick break here for the uh, 2.30 news. We'll, we'll take a little detour and talk about uh, Hurricane Dorian uh, for a few minutes. Then we'll cycle back to this. So remember the number 4960063 if you want to weigh in. The text line is 6.30, 6.30.